Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. Today, I want to talk about a paradoxical truth that has helped liberate families of loved ones who have fallen prey to addictive disorder. I call it surrender to win. And although it flies in the face of ordinary logic, I will demonstrate how the extraordinary power of that idea can help bring peace to the lives of families who still suffer. Fighting addiction. Nothing tests our character and our resolve more than having addiction invade our peaceful family. Nothing short of death disrupts our lives more than the chaos that addiction brings. In response to the realization that a loved one is an addict or alcoholic, the parents or spouse of the addict refer to what they know. They take actions that make sense to them at the time, not realizing that their actions are misguided. Well-meaning, of course. They come out of love, but they're misguided. Here's what families do to fight or deal with addiction. Keep away. They try to keep the addict or alcoholic away from temptation any way they can. They are sometimes amazed at how clever the addict is at getting what he needs to get high. This game of keep away includes close monitoring of the subject at or after school, making sure that the subject husband, for example, comes straight home after work, searching the house and or a backpack for offending substances, and so on. Fact is, you can't make a deal with addiction because the disease is so powerful it holds all the cards, or at least it wants you to believe that it does. Withhold the cash. They try to deny the offending subject the means by which the addict gets his dope, which means limiting the addict's access to cash. Strange as it may seem, the addict almost always has just enough money for his next hit, and the alcoholic will invariably find a way to get some booze to carry him for a while. What the family may not realize is that their loved one is begging, stealing, cheating, and lying his way into getting the cash and or getting the goods he or she needs to get where they want to go, which is drug and alcohol-induced nirvana. Cover for Johnny. The family wants to shield itself from the shame and consequences of having an addict in the house. The parents or spouse will cover for the offending subject in any number of ways, calling in sick on behalf of the loved one paying for bounced checks, bailing the loved one out of jail and paying fines on his behalf. I've even heard of a mother paying off her son's dealer for fear of harm coming to her boy if he didn't pay. Some families come to a point of desperate enabling, an emotional state so severe the parents will do anything to keep their loved ones safe and near them. The following is the most heartbreaking scene I have ever encountered. In this tragic case, mom and dad decided to build an addition to the family home at great expense as it entailed the installation of a separate kitchen, bathroom, and TV room along with a bedroom and all the furnishings that come with an addition. 
This was so that they could keep Johnny close to them and safe. They wanted him to at least work, but his addiction was so severe he had become, quote, disabled. Because addictive disease only gets worse, never better, the boy got sicker and sicker, no matter what the family did. They did not yet understand that they had no power whatsoever over the course of his progressive disorder. God, I wish it weren't so. When the full force of the disorder finally makes itself felt in all corners of the household, Mom shakes her head in bewilderment, saying to herself, What's happened here? It was only a few years ago when our boy Johnny went from being a love, lovable kid to the train wreck we have on our hands today. We've tried everything from punishment to rewards to counseling, and nothing has worked. Sure, there were brief interludes of what looked like progress, only to be followed by some new drama, like a drunk driving charge and some nights in jail. The counselor says we have to stop enabling him, but what are we supposed to do? Let him die on the street? God, I wish it were not so. Our only boy, our golden child. Now we live in fear, wondering when the other shoe is going to drop, and you know what it always does. If it's not one thing, it's another. It was only a few years ago that we all had joy in our lives, and not anymore. When's all this just going to end? Stop fighting. Surrender to what is. It's a spiritual axiom that resistance brings pain. When mom and dad try everything, quote, to get their Johnny to stop using drugs, they are under the influence, not of drugs, but of their own misguided belief system. It tells them that they should keep trying to fight because maybe, just maybe, this one thing will do it. This way of thinking brings nothing but disappointment and even more pain. They have not yet learned what Eckhart Tolle calls the power of surrender the essence of which is acceptance of what is, an embracing of the now as the avenue to freedom from the regrets of the past and from the fear of the future. Reach out to someone in recovery, someone in a 12-step program or an addiction counselor, or visit www.al-anon.org. They will tell you that it is all in your attitude, even if the external reality changes not the slightest your happiness and your joy will only arise after you take that first step out of the darkness into the light of a new day. And the first step is to surrender to the reality, as we say in Al-Anon, that we were powerless over drugs and alcohol and our lives had become unmanageable. Now what? We come to realize some crucial things. If we have no power over the other person's addiction, if we have given our lives away fighting that which cannot be conquered, then we need to start taking care of ourselves and let go of the other person's addiction. Addictive disease has stolen our peace of mind, our sanity, and our money for too long. It's time we got it back. We didn't do anything to deserve, to deserve this fate. As it says on the walls in the rooms of recovery at Al-Anon, quote, didn't cause it, can't control it, can't cure it, close quote. It helps if we have the idea of a higher power of some kind in our lives, too. It will make it that much easier to accept a statement like, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. What about the other guy? I say the other guy to make sure that you make a distinction between your agenda and that of your addicted loved one, because I guarantee you they are not the same. The best advice I have heard on this score is love him, but don't try to fix him, because you can't, and he'll resist it anyway. The hardest thing sometimes is to change the way we think. We think we are responsible for more than we should be. We think we can fix people when we can't. Ultimately, we, we do what we can to be a responsible and loving family. 
and let our loved one be cared for by a power greater than ourselves. This is the right kind of love that works, love based on truth, not fantasy. So what did we learn about surrender? We learned that one, surrender feels wrong when we believe we need to fight in order to win. Two, families will try to outfox the disease by controlling their loved one's behavior and access to money and drugs, but to no avail. Three, when the responsible party finally reaches out for help, she is told that the first thing that needs to change is her attitude. She needs to shake off the illusion of control. And four, it is only when she surrenders her old way of thinking that she can begin to see that her powerlessness is the key to personal freedom. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.